welcome to another spectacularly fucked up edition of Cinematic Anarchy. And today we actually have three people in the room, which uh, uh, hasn't been happening often lately. Uh, today we've got Mr. Omar. Yes, hello. And we have Miss B. Hello. And uh, we have some background noise, which is unavail unavoidable, so... And we are also watching Omar eat a banana. <laughs> like a man. Yeah, my, my boyfriend gets real fucking disrespectful to his friends <laughs> while he's playing his fucking games. And he's playing right now and he's like talking to them and shit. So I'm on mute every time I'm not talking. It is uh, an outrated podcast. Hey. He, takes, he, he takes that like little moment of like muting... To like get out his disrespectful fucking shit. And I'll keep the aggression. His pent up, up aggression. Yeah. So, uh, just before we start the podcast, I, I went on Facebook today. And uh, normally I'll go on and see how our thing's doing. We haven't had a whole lot of extra people follow us lately. A couple people here or there. But I'm looking in the Facebook feed. You know, the thing that tells you all the shit that's been happening on your page. And I've been, I began to realize that a page that I used to manage years ago is all of a sudden getting a ton of follows for no reason whatsoever. Like, I haven't, had a, I haven't added content to this page in a long time. And all of a sudden, it what started to get it? likes and follows. What? Post, post. The podcast on that page. I think I might have been, actually. Now that I think about it, I might have occasionally been just throwing things over there. Like, it was this weird thing that I used to do, like, weird inspirational quotes or, like, fucked up, like, gas masks and stuff. It was called Just Another Mask. And, uh, I used to do all sorts of weird shit on there. Just stuff that I look at now and go, uh, yeah, I, uh... I'm embarrassed for myself. I do yeah. a lot of... And here I was thinking it was your son... Your son's page. Remember, Miss Nico, when you'd like to speak, you have to unmute. Ahaha! Uh, <laughs> that small detail. The, uh, the name of the page is pretty, you know, on point with the times. Yeah. yeah. Just another match. That's why they're probably following. Nah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I should probably use that now that I have the page. Just use it to post a bunch of our stuff, tell people to follow us here and there. Freaking old man. Right? I don't care where you fucking follow us, just follow us. That's all I ask. Alright, so, get right down to it. We are sitting here today to discuss a uh, fairly new Daniel Radcliffe Samara Weaving movie by the name of Guns Akimbo. And I, I, I love it. I adjusted my personal description of it. I feel like it is a cross between Tank Girl and Scott Pilgrim. I mean, I could see that. Especially with all the the kind I want to say it was like video game effects, especially in regards to uh, hit the the bullet count in his guns. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hey, let's start wherever. Uh, well, we have a motorcycle blazing by outside. Yeah, that's the, some of the background noise we're 
we can't avoid it. We're in a city area, and I have no soundproofing. I apologize. There's nothing I can do about it. Dude, okay, so, like, let me start off with... I have been playing this fucking song from this movie every day for, like, the past month. Okay. Fucking, I told you to listen to it on the last podcast. You told me to listen to it. And I have listened to it. Are you actually... Yes. I have listened to it, and I like it. It's a good fucking song. <laughs> so yes, I actually have gone ahead and listened to uh, three words. It took me a minute to find it, though. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know, it's it's a little different, and I dig it. All right. So now we're going to talk about the movie. So anyway, fucking, <laughs> yeah, movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's fast moving. It's like it gets to the point really fast. He's a social justice warrior that can't fucking deal with real issues in real life. He's he's a fucking he's a screen keyboard warrior. Yeah, he's and a troll stroller. Yeah, he trolls the trolls. And up until he had those guns bolted to his hand, he was also the the punk bitch of his boss. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean. His boss is kind of like a massive fuckboy douchebag. He's also looked a little bit like a sort of a steroid freak. <laughs> Absolutely. De- definitely. Uh, remind, actually, he reminded me a lot of Chet from uh, Weird Science. Kind of reminds me a little bit of my cousin. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> could, you, could you liken him to somebody that people that are listening to us might know <laughs> um because bill pullman for weird science that you've ever met okay okay <laughs> almost any character that jerry o'connell has played ever basically <laughs> yeah okay. he was a nice rest from arguing with racists on facebook for a good 10 days i've been doing that's all i've been doing on facebook Basically, the fact-checking or shutting down some racist person commenting. Their low-key thing, their old lives matter, yes, you know, the usual. So it's exhausting. Facebook has gotten exhausting for me. That movie was a good break from all that. (sighs) Kind of gives you that feeling like maybe we should set something like this up to weed out the... I don't want to say undesirables because that's just not right. Just I could deal, I could deal with a, le- a few less Kathleen's. <laughs> yeah, just saying. We could use we could use a few less Kathleen's, Karens, and Chad. Right. Oh my god. You know, you sit there and you think to yourself, "Look, movies like The Hunt and The Purge and Guns Akimbo, like you're like, oh, that's horrible. How could they do shit like that?" And then the Kathleen's pop out of the woodworks and goes, "Yeah, I'd throw her out there first. Definitely. The Karens and the Kathleen's and whatever the male equivalents of those are. What are the what is those? Keith Chad's. Keith and Chad? The the Kennens. Kyle's and Chad's. The Kyle's and the Chad's. No, the Kyle's are uh that's a whole different breed. Kyle is definitely different. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Uh the Brads and the Chads. Brads and Chads. The Brads and the Chads. So, uh, 
Samara Weaving is right up there as far as I'm concerned with, uh, what's her name? Uh, damn it. From Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie. If they do a remake of Tank Girl and they can't pull Lori Petty for it, if they can't pull Lori Petty for it, one of those two should do it. Absolutely, I would. I would love to see Samara Weaving. I, after yeah. seeing her, after seeing her as Nyx, I definitely could see her pulling that off with no problem. I really want that. If you can read this, you're too close. Neck tattoo, right? <laughs> I really want to do that. I've actually been impressed with some of the badass characters that Samara Weaving's done because we've seen her. Yeah, have you seen Ready or Not? No. No. I think I have, but I don't remember. Well, it's about a girl that is about to marry into a family, and the guy brings her home to the family, and their ritual is they play a deadly game of hide-and-seek with the uh, bride-to-be. Oh, okay, no, I didn't I didn't see that, but I wanted to. That's not ritual. That was a badass movie. You definitely need to watch it. But lately, anything that I see... With her in it, Samara Weaving. She was in Mayhem, which is one the actually the first movie that we reviewed for the podcast way back mm -hmm. when, and she has been like a certifiable badass in everything. Even if you don't recognize half the characters in the movie, she brings it up a level just because of how much of a badass she is in those movies. So, kind yeah. of. The only reason why I want to subject myself to Bella Thorne just to watch The Babysitter. Because <laughs> everything else about that movie makes me... You were pretty crazy on that one and did all of the drugs. <laughs> yes, actually. I, I did a trend on TikTok where, like, you glue your upper lip just a little bit further up with, like, eyelash glue to make it look bigger. Okay. And someone said that I looked like a clean Bella Thorne, and I wanted to die. Uh, a clean Bella Thorne. You gotta, right? you gotta sit here and and postulate whether or not that was even a good compliment, though. Like, just right? being compared to Bella Thorne in general. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got I got the, the, the feel for her like I got the, the feel for Miley Cyrus. Just something went terribly wrong with those two. Facts. <laughs> oh no, Miley Cyrus, I, I'll keep saying this forever. Miley Cyrus's fucking um, performance in Black Mirror was really good. She's I, not a bad actress. She's not a bad actress at all. Actually, she should have No, but her performances that. on stage, on the other hand... Nope. Uh, like I said, she's not a bad actress. Acting, she probably should have should have should have stuck to that. Uh, I mean, I, I yeah. understand. The... I mean, it's not like she. Honestly, she doesn't even have a bad voice. It's just eh, bad decisions. Seriously, yeah. seriously bad but, decisions. I mean, it looks like she's doing better now, anyway. So. Ah. Uh, well, hopefully, she starts making better decisions with music she chooses. Let's let's be entirely honest with the roller coaster that is Miley Cyrus. There there are a lot of 
high highs and low lows and it always starts with the high highs and then all of a sudden something trips and there's the low low all right there's a reason yep. there's a reason why there are things all over the internet about her that you know you you should never google never <laughs> uh anyhow back to the movie <laughs> guns akimbo uh, I like how they had sort of a, a narrative that was almost like uh, what they what they did with Zombieland. You know? Yeah. There was a narrative you were definitely very well aware this is not a, a guy that gets the girl kind of movie. And I thought he was fucking dead. Like, dead, dead. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh... That was all sorts of special that he survived that. <laughs> uh, and right. I really... I, I fucking love Nova's hair, by the way. Yeah, I, I want to do that. Very cute girl. I loved the whole getup. I really did. Yeah, absolutely. From the hair the whole, to the like, tattoos, everything. everything. Uh, I actually... I, I really liked just the whole movie in general. I thought that it was well done... Special effects were spot on. Like I said, it had that that uh, Scott Pilgrim feel through it. A lot of the special effects that they yeah. used, uh, especially the, the the fucking like the banter between Miles, Miles, right? Miles, yes. Miles and Nick's while they're like shooting at each other. It's fucking like it's funny. <laughs> Well, it was it was pretty funny because he really didn't want to shoot. Stop trying to help me! He had he had two guns stuck to his hands and he kept running from the shooting. I love the homeless well, he, bum. Yeah, because he only has a certain amount of bullets. Well, I love the homeless bum, who like in the ending of the movie where they're all when they're going through and like they're killing everybody and he's just watching this broken TV. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Like he knows everything that's happening. <laughs> he gives him the food. He's like, hey. he goes, is it supposed to taste like this? I don't know. It's been sitting here for eight weeks. I'm just glad it's gone. Months. <laughs> eight months? months. I, know, eight months. I know that that thing was sitting next to a used condom at some point. It fell to the ground. He dropped it. It rolled onto the condom. Remember? Yeah. yeah. It did. And he still ate it. He still ate it. <laughs> My question I mean, is... I mean... I wouldn't be thinking much of anything if I had two guns <laughs> attached, bolted to my hands like that. Yeah. You know, asking the local homeless people to put your pants on for you? <laughs> Can you just yeah. put these on me? Good morals, good morals will be the last of my thoughts. Let me, let me just say that my least favorite character in this entire movie was Nova. I did not like her at all. Her, her fucking attitude towards him. The fact that she maced him when he was looking for help. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. Dude, fucking, he was like, alright, they, they like, broke into my house, this shit happened, fucking, like, she's, uh, she saw the fucking, the screws bolted into his hands. Right. And she how, maced how him. How are you going to mace a guy that's fucking injured? And ran. Maced him and ran. And then called the cops! Yep. 
And he still tried to save her! I mean, not for nothing. I, I, at some point, you gotta cut your losses. She would have become the worst bargaining chip ever. He was. He's cute, but fuck that bitch. Except, not really. Even with those guns attached and how much of a badass he became during the movie, he was a doormat to the very end of the movie, laying on the ground bleeding. A doormat for that girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That was just. Uh, yeah. Ungrateful little bitch. Yep. And. No. He smiled it's as she story. used his likeness to create a comic book to make herself money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, fuck her. He's not the hero of your story, honey. Clearly didn't. Right? Wow. He's not the he's the hero of your story, but not the hero of your story. And yet you get to take exactly. his story and make it your own. Yeah, you're a I don't use this word lightly, but what a fucking bitch. <laughs> Seriously. He was a female dog for that. He was a female dog on that. That was pro- she was probably the most unlikable character in that. There was nothing likable about her in that movie, right? Like you, when you have a love interest. Shit, in- I, I liked. Oh God, what was what was this guy's fucking name with the, the, the face? Oh yeah, the main bad guy. Yeah, uh, Victor. 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 Richter. Yes, Richter. 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 Yeah, I liked Richter like more than his character more than Nova. She's cute. Richter looked crazy. Yeah, like, right. Like she's cute, but like he at least he's got like a personality. Yeah, that's the problem. No personality. I don't think it was so much a lack of personality. It's that like every there was nothing like she's supposed to be the main love interest for this guy. But as much as he might love her, everything that they present about her, everything about it just was deplorable. Like she was not a decent human being. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's all that skewed friend was a person. <laughs> uh, if friend zoning was a person. If friend zoning was a human being, yes, that would be her. It's all, oh, that's cute, friend. Well, I mean, hang on. Friend zoning isn't a real thing. No? Nope, nope. Nobody owes anybody any kind of romantic relationship just because it they get their lives Friend zoning doesn't mean that they owe it to you. It just means that they just want you as a friend. They wanted ah. you as... The, the, they want... The, the person, quote-unquote, friend zoning, which, you know, doesn't it doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. Friend zone... Like, Okay, let, let me let me qualify that statement here just by saying this. Friends only friend zoning is only a thing from the male perspective. Yeah. A male feels like he has been friend zoned only because he feels like that person had was obligated to do something at one point and he didn't get it, so now he feels oh great, I'm in the friend zone now. I was like, well, okay, well, what if you were just friends to begin got, with and you were got expecting too much? Friendship with, it, it, it's basically these guys getting into friendships with the expectation that these girls are eventually going to, you know, catch romantic feelings for them, and it's not the case. Right. Well, here's what I consider friend zoning. And then they get I, butthurt. This, this is what I consider friend zoning. And mainly it's because with most women that I have interest in, I've stated my intention from the jump. 
I don't be on that trying to be friends thing, just hoping she gets feelings for me. That's a main cell thing. Um, no, I tell them straight up that I'm interested and that I like them. That's it. I don't do... And I guess they told me, yeah, but I don't see you that way. I only like you as a friend. I accept that and just be friends if they're interesting enough to be friends. Yeah, that's see, that's, what the, that's, the, that's the normal human logical way to go about that kind of situation. Well, you see... But most, most guys these days do not think that way. But you see, that's what I thought friend zoning was. Now I'm showing my age. Yeah. Because any woman I meet, if I'm interested yeah, in her, I will make it known from the jump just so there's no, you know, no pleasant surprises later. Yeah. So my, uh... I like the the, the team on the the bad the team. that's all folks okay I like the uh, <laughs> the team that they had on the bad guys side on Richter's side the one of uh, Effie and uh, was it Dane basically there was the I final fight so. before the final fight the girl with the, t the the black girl with the two big guns and the hair yeah right and the yeah. hair and then you have Dane who is essentially who is essentially was, a darker version of uh, Seamus. Yeah. He tried to go out all badass and like blow himself up with the tanks and it would, his lighter wouldn't light. And then fucking Daniel Radcliffe Miles comes in like an idiot shooting at the fucking gas tanks. <laughs> like what the Nix fuck? Nix is like, don't shoot. What the fuck? How, what part of don't shoot did you not understand? <laughs> I uh I liked the first time that he accidentally shot the gun, and his he, he got, went almost completely deaf. And he's like, "Don't let the movies fool you." He goes, "Shooting a gun is a hell of a lot louder in real life than they pretend it to be in the movies." If if he goes, if um, Dirty Harry were shooting his gun as much as he was, he'd be deaf. <laughs> and then they have the Dirty Harry gun in the movie, that big. <laughs> The, the Magnum, the, the, the big-ass Magnum. It's like, what, 38 Magnum or whatever they call it? 44. 34. 34. 34 Magnum. Why did you no, say 38? 44. 44? 44. 44 Magnum. 44 Magnum. 44 Magnum, okay. So, any final thoughts about Guns Akimbo? Uh, watch the movie. It, it was crazy Akimbo. I enjoyed it. I mean... I mean... <laughs> Jinx, you owe me. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, like, you know, the people who are watching the podcast right now, listening to the podcast, whatever the fuck you're doing, watch the movie. If they just... I gotta watch this over. Look, I know it's an audio, but you can watch the podcast, too. You just need to drop some good acid. I, 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 honestly, yeah. I honestly feel bad I didn't at least smoke me a doobie before watching it. It was, it was pretty crazy. Some things happened that I didn't care for, but overall, the movie was pretty good. Great action. Great, great action scenes. <laughs> this poor fool running for, fighting for his life pretty much when he has never fought before. Yeah. That's right. one way to really, really fight for the first time. 
fight for your life and you had no experience fighting at all for anything. Well, fair enough. And he made it out and now he's fucking walking around like, I'm a fucking badass. <laughs> Look at the, uh, the, the scars on my hands. Right. I got knuckle scars. They I'm left it open. Motherfucker. They left it open for a sequel uh, because now he's ta- trying to take down Schism worldwide. Yeah. So apparently it already had become a worldwide thing by the time he took out the initial group. Richter had already sold his idea to other countries. Also, fuck that little tech girl. Right. Oh. <laughs> Can I the take place? a selfie real fast? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah sure. He walks away. Like the internet cafe. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Is like, can I take a selfie with you quick, real quick? Yeah, sure. And he just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Selfie. Like, seriously. Are you okay? Okay. Everybody's attracted. Sorry, no, I think my dog farted. Oh, that's beautiful. Fantastic. Yep, yep I just... Ugh. So... My final thought on the movie is that I think that they were absolutely right to make Nova the way that they made her. Because yeah. this is not a love story, and they stated outright this is not a girl, a guy gets the girl movie, so you immediately don't want somebody that anybody wants to get invested in at all, and Nova was perfectly that. Nobody gave a shit yeah. about her, didn't really matter that she was in the movie, and the fact that <laughs> I think he had more of a thing going with Nyx than he had with Nova. <laughs> I would love to see them like they have as partners, enemies. continuing as partners. It would be nice if she wasn't dead. She blew herself yeah, up at the end. Comes out. She blew herself up. Like C four. She wore the C four yeah. vest. So she pulled. She pulled that jihad on them. Let's let's be honest. I want. I want like. I want like a comic book of them. That would be dope. I wonder right. if there is a comic book. There should be. Let's be honest about the logistics of that ending. The end of her life. Him hiding behind whatever he was hiding. All the C4 that she used to blow herself up. She was not that fucking far away from him. Not at all. Yeah, I know, right? That that stout part and all the bullets he took at that rooftop. Yeah. The body shutting down from all the blood you lost. In the case of a shooting happens. (laughs) Like... More than likely, right before you die. Right. I and then he comes with a badass car with knuckle scars. <laughs> yeah, he, he did a Terminator too. There, <laughs> they were shooting him, and he just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And then, of course, he took the guy out, and then pretty much bled out on the ground. And he should have been dead by all several times in that movie. Over should have been dead. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. But he was he was a cat character with more lives than a mother. Just like Home Alone, you have to suspend your belief in the reality of death. Because uh-huh. <laughs> let me tell you, those robbers in Home Alone, they should have been dead several times over. But uh, those guys are fucking superhuman. Oh yeah, he 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 put them he put them to the ringer for real. They were too dumb to understand pain and what should have happened to them. <gasps> Miles in that movie, Guns Akimbo, he got an outside, grown-up, badass version of He got home alone outside with guns. <laughs> also, Daniel Radcliffe doing an American accent is kind of strange. 
Um, <sighs> wasn't bad at all. I mean, no, it wasn't bad at all. That's, but I'm not saying it was bad. It's just Daniel didn't expect been, it. No, no, didn't at all. Fucking shit, man. Daniel Radcliffe in general, I think, is very underrated as an actor. Okay, everything oh, yeah, from absolutely. Swiss Army Man was great. Oh yeah, Swiss Army Man, Horns, Horns was a fantastic. Oh my film. god, Horns is one of my favorite fucking movies. So I really think that he is underrated as an actor, and he needs a he needs to have more. I think he gets pigeonholed because of the whole Harry Potter thing for the better part of eight movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so more Daniel Radcliffe, more Samara Weaving. We want them both more. <laughs> yes. So, uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and tie up the front end of this podcast. We are going to go ahead and slide into our uh, sponsors for a moment. Or we're just going to go to our sponsors. We're going we're gonna to log off here for a second, go to a break, and I'm not going to slide into anything. We're good. <laughs> okay. And uh, we will be back. All right, thank you for sitting through uh, the very short sponsors that we have one right now we only have one maybe we're hoping for more but i'm rambling okay uh (laughs) it is late in the evening and i've been working all day and this is my my second job with you guys and i like this job you know however we're gonna go ahead and sit down and however however how some ever we're going to sit down and do a, a pitch storm for the second half of the podcast here. Uh, you all know how the rules go. The basic rules are we have a character, we have a plot, and then we have a little note card that kind of throws us for a loop, and we do our best to cobble together some strange-ass fucking movie and cast it. So our first movie here, it starts as a Norse god trapped on Earth and stripped of all of their powers. Makes a deal with a demon and pays an unexpected price. And... I feel like this is Thor all over again. Well, yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, this is, this is the, 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 the Thor movies. <laughs> here you go. In our case, it will be Thor meets the, the naked gun. Yeah. So, the twist, the note card, is I have a ceremonial dagger from an old movie that I really want to be the point of the script. Okay. So, this is a Norse god. So, Thor and Mjolnir. Basically. <laughs> it's not a dagger, but... You can make it any god, though. It doesn't have to be Thor. It can be any any Norse god you want it to be. So this could be a, a okay, f- this okay. could be a female Norse god, male Norse god. It doesn't even have to be a gender specific Norse god. Just throw something out there. <laughs> the non-binary Norse god. Yeah. It's like I, I think I think uh, Thor has been overdone. So what other Norse Seriously. gods do we have to Hold choose on. from? Hold on, give, give me a minute. Well, I'm already here. I got the Norse gods. Uh, Twelve major Norse gods and goddesses. So we have... Uh, you mean, what is that? Mir? Uh, the ancestor of giants? 
We have Odin, the king of the Acer gods. I am going to mispronounce this shit all over the place. We have Frigg. F-R-I-G-G. Frigg. The queen of the Acer gods. Uh, then there's Thor. Frigg? Frigg? I'm going to pronounce uh, Baldur, god of light and purity. Uh, Vidar, the silent god of vengeance. We could do that, Vidar. Uh, Tyr, god of war. Imagine a god of war that's been stripped of all of his powers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd think that a god of war would also be more likely to try to make a deal with a demon. Yeah. So let's try Tyr. Could gonna... go for how? We have Tyr, the oh, god of... Oh, Huh? Do, do a fucking, like, uh, team up with Hell and Tyr. Hell and Tyr? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see, find her in here. Is she an actual Norse god? Oh, yeah. Ruler of the Underworld. So he, he has to approach her. Tyr has to approach uh, Hell to basically make a deal with the devil or deal with Hell as it was. Alright, so we need to cast our Tyr and Hell. We do not want to go the Marvel route, so we're not using the same people. <laughs> Samara fucking... Samara weaving? What's her last name? Weaving? Yeah, Samara Weaving is hell. Samara Weaving, okay. Yeah. That's hell. We like her. Samara Weaving is hell. Okay. Yep. Alright, and who do we have as Tyr? Ooh. Tyr. What god is Tyr again? Uh, Tyr is the god of war, basically. The Norse god of war. The god of war. Oh, you know what? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Okay, I went a different route altogether in my head. Somebody that doesn't get used a whole hell of a lot in the movies anymore, but I liked him as an actor. Jeez, uh, Clive Owen. Uh, from uh, Children of Men. Okay. Yeah. Just kind of picturing, or, or what's the other guy's name? Uh, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. We've used Gerard Butler a bunch in recent. Uh, That's true. Yeah, we use Gerard. Actually, Butler Actually, we a don't lot. use Jason Momoa a lot at all. So yeah, we'll go with Jason Momoa. I'm just trying to picture him as a oh, a Norse Carter? god, though. I don't think he fits the Norse god kind of. No. Because you want somebody yeah. that's kind of. He could, he could play an unbathed Norse god. What about? Hey, I mean, I know we're we're, we're I know we're going through uh, something that we probably shouldn't, but why don't we pluck uh, what's his face from the WWE? Uh, Sheamus. Who? Sheamus. Look him up. Well, you look him up. He's the uh, he's the local Celt for. Uh, he's like big guy, red hair, beard, but he's basically their Celtic warrior, uh, Sheamus. Big guy, pale as Okay, anything. I'm looking him up. No, I... Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Because, <laughs> like, okay, I... This guy... 
Because I want this. Looks like I can't take him seriously. Like the the, the pictures I'm seeing of him right now, like. I don't. I don't think I could take those guys seriously. So the reason, as like a Norse god of war, the reason why I pick I pick him, and we don't have to pick him. We can go with somebody else completely, mind you. But the reason why I would pick him is because of the fact that he has done both completely badass evil in the WWE, but he also plays the bumbling fool pretty well too. And I'm thinking of a, a Norse god that was a god of war. But for the majority of the movie, he does not have his powers, and so he's literally just bumbling through life trying to figure out how to get his powers back. So I, I could see him being a bumbling idiot willing to take a pratfall. You know, kind of... Oh, okay, you know what actor he kind of reminds me of? Hang on. Let me see. Okay. That's... It will be a very interesting development because people that have lived with powers all of their lives probably wouldn't be able to fare in the regular world without them. Do, do, do. Okay, so <laughs> we just went completely Sorry, hang on, I'm looking up a person. It's okay. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> An individual. Yo, God, you know who else I like? Uh, what is that guy? Brian, is it Brian Polson? Brian Polson? Long, awkward silence. Brian Polson. <laughs> Look up Brian Poston. B P O S E H N. He is like he is like comedic relief for Michael so many. Michael Kulditz. Michael Kulditz. Mm. Okay. Kulditz. Kulditz. Hold on. V I T Z. V I T Z. The guy that plays the guy that plays Abraham on The Walking Dead. I'm looking him up. Uh, C L C U L V I T Z. Yep. Yep. V I T Z. Okay, let's see. Michael Kulditz. Kulditz. Oh yeah, I could see him too. From mm -hmm. The Walking Dead, the guy. What is this? Is Samson or something from Walking Dead? Abraham. Abraham. Why did I say Samson? It's a Bible name. Yeah. Sorry. Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he could give off a Samson character so did you check out brian poston though put these two together hang on i'm just saying put these two together yes <laughs> we could make probably give brian a different guy though maybe make him the god of light <laughs> but he's like he kind of plays the big teddy bear kind of comedic relief in a lot of different tv shows uh Hey, do you know who Brian Poston is? Okay, yeah, no, I'm seeing him now. <laughs> oh my, you need to put some input. Yes. There's silence. So let's... I'm listening. Let's go ahead and get Michael Cudlitz and, and Brian Poston together. Look, this right there, guy. Omar, on, on the screen. She's showing you. Omar! This way. Oh, okay, I was looking for him. <laughs> So I say we take the two of them. We got we got uh, Michael Cudlitz as the god of war, and Brian Poston as the god of light, and they've both been stripped of their powers. And I have to search for hell on earth. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, which actually I, I like the idea of hell on earth. <laughs> yeah, that, I like that they ha they're on a search for hell on earth, and we give them like a time frame of. 
kind of like Make you have like a dark comedy. much time to get it done. Right, I could see this is like a, a really dark comedy. I wanted to be kind of gory, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of comedic gore to it, sort of like they had uh, that that uh, Turbo Kid movie, just comedic gore. I want to give it like a Tucker and Dale versus Evil, um, yeah, Tucker and Dale versus <laughs> Evil. But, yes, yes, yes. Oh but, my god, you know, like Norse gods. <laughs> Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but it's it's Norse gods. <laughs> Okay, so we've got our main Norse gods. We got we got Michael Caldus as the god of war, Brian Poston as uh, as the god of light, the Norse god of light, and then of course we have Hell played by Samara Weaving. Do we have any mid range characters for the movie? Oh, hang on. Um, okay. <laughs> Give me a minute. Hang on, you guys. Banter. Banter. So I feel like the main purpose of the movie, like we said, is it's a ceremonial dagger. So when they go to hell, or they try to find hell on earth, <laughs> that, uh, she basically sends them on a quest to find this dagger that was supposed to be supposed to have been stolen from her by a mortal. So a mortal stole this dagger from her, which actually houses her power. So hell is looking for her powers too. She's currently powerless. Okay, I want to keep Idris Elba as Heimdall. Okay. Oh, and okay. Just, the guy that. And he, I want, I don't want him to like be interactive with these guys at all. I just want him to be like the silent, angry, fucking like judgy person. <laughs> just kind of like Silent Bob, except angry all the time. Yeah, like uh, yeah. fucking. Uh, so, so these, um, so these two will be, like, traveling between the worlds, and they're like, hey, Heimdall, what, what the fuck is good? Like, how's it going? They're all goofy and shit, and Heimdall's just, like... Rolls his eyes. Get yeah. the fuck away from me. Just, just, just go. Just go do your shit as long as you're not here. Then really... Who could play him, though? Idris Elba. Oh, we keep Idris Elba's hand, though? Yeah. Yes. We, we keep him. We will. He'll be the only transplant from the Marvel movies, but unfortunately we might need Marvel's permission to do that. Can you do a Norse god movie now because Marvel has done Thor? Like, would you need their permission? I don't know, because... That's, that's, a, that's a tricky one. Like, I, if you Yeah, were, that's not tricky. Because fucking... Disney owns all of that shit now. I mean, I can see them having the comic book rights, but if you're doing, like, a non-comic book version, like, you know, just about the Norse gods, you should be able to have... They don't have, like... They didn't buy the rights to the Norse gods. No. No, just to the comic book likenesses. Yeah. That. So... Yeah, I would hope that they would be like, "Hey, you're doing a movie. You're doing a movie with people that we know in it." Uh, I'm sorry, you can't do that, or they wouldn't tell Idris Elba that he couldn't do it. <laughs> they patented the Norse gods. Ah, oh, isn't that sweet of me to speculate that anybody gives a shit about what we're talking about enough to actually try to make the movie? That's so nice. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I'm trying to write one of our movies right now, but uh. I'm oh actually I'm actually trying to write Myrtle Leeches. 
Yes. <laughs> Myrtle Lychee. That was one of our first pitch storms. I wasn't going anywhere near the horse fucking rain. Oh, I remember. I remember it. I wasn't. I wasn't going anywhere near that. Uh, that Amy Adams horse fucking ring movie that we were talking about. <laughs> oh my god! You remember that? You, you're talking about it like those are like our only two options. There are so many. There are so. Options. Well, that was the first There's one. That, a whole bunch of options. That was the first set we did. Like the that was the the Amy Adams yeah. one and the uh, that one. And I think honestly that was one of our most elaborate ones. The. Uh, the Myrtle Leeches one. We went through a whole thing for that. Okay, so we got these bumbling guys that come to find hell on earth. We got Idris Elba. I, I need like some the, the moral that stole the dagger. We have this this guy that stole the dagger. Girl, doesn't matter. Some thief that just decided that this is um this is theirs. I'm gonna steal this. They took it away from hell. Now hell has no powers until she gets her dagger back. And she's basically well, said, they, I they turned into fucking lazy stoners. Okay. Have the gods turn into lazy stoners? They're not doing their jobs. They're not fucking handling their business. <laughs> so they get stripped of their powers. Sounds about right. Okay. So we're talking about like a, nor a, a heavily gory, dark comedy in the vein of like... It's going to be a Norse god movie, have but it's them, all kind of... Have them turn into... Well, okay, so... Maybe not, like, stone, like smoking weed all the time, but have them smoking, like, fucking opium or some... Some of the, some of the like, that ancient shit. <laughs> fucking angel dust or some shit. Fucking yeah. have, like, prostitutes and, like, just abusing their powers and this and that and fucking just making a mess of everything. And they get and stripped of their powers. completely embarrassing the rest of the Norse gods. So... Everyone just like decides, hey, we're gonna strip these guys of their powers and kick them out. And when Hell, I think Hell seeks them out. When she realizes they've been sent to Earth and stripped of their powers, she seeks them out to get her dagger back, figuring, hey, you know what? You guys are already fuck ups. If you get killed, nobody's gonna care. <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely. Um, I was I was thinking we're gonna make a really dark comedy. We want some comedy in it, so. For our thief, I want Danny DeVito. As Loki? Basically, Danny DeVito as the trickster god Loki. Yes. I'm so fucking here for it. <laughs> uh, I, I swear to God, like, no, we absolutely need him to scream, I'm the trash man! <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But I could see, I could see Danny DeVito doing a good comedic take on Loki. I really could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but he basically steals Hell's sword, just is is well, not sword, but dagger, and and is basically just throwing everything into upheaval. She can't get control of the underworld anymore because she no longer has her powers. I I want Danny DeVito's character or, or his like presentation of uh, uh, Loki to be exactly like his character on It's Always Sunny. <laughs> right, just... Like, actually... To a T. I, I hate to say this, and I don't know if you've seen this movie, but I think, I, I like, while I do like his role in the, um, in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I would like to see him embody Loki in his role as the fucked up coroner from the movie Screwed. 
Ah. Uh. Uh, I don't think I saw that. If you ever get to see this movie, he plays this coroner who's just like, he is, I don't even know, just like uber creepy. He's like one of those weird, creepy guys that doesn't realize he's creepy, so he acts kind of goofy with it. And he just looked kind of greasy and goofy the entire movie, and it was just hilarious, honestly. One of his best, one of his best performances. If you get a chance to watch it, it's uh, him... I believe Dave Chappelle and uh, Norm Macdonald. It's called Screwed. Uh, definitely well worth watching. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll check it out. But yeah, no. Either either way, I just want him uber creepy. I want him to just take out all the stops and just act like really creepy. You know, not yeah, like he, he says that really well. Not scary, creepy, <laughs> just like goofy, almost uh, overly touchy uncle, creepy. <laughs> you know, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> touchy uncle. Uh, okay, I think we actually fleshed that out pretty well. The whole end game being the three. Hold on, what are we gonna What are we gonna call it? What do we call yeah. it? We could just call it Hell on Earth. Thrown from Valhalla. <laughs> no. Thrown from Valhalla. Think, well, Hell on Earth feels good, but there's other. I think there's some movie called Hell on Earth. Hell on Earth. Well, H E L on Earth. Because it's Wait, not H E L L. Her name is H E L. So I mean, that's a yeah. a good twist on it. But I mean, there's got to be other things that you can like puns that you can do, huh? I don't know. Hell on Earth. Hell on Earth. Huh. I, I'm, not, I'm not with the Norse puns. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem. I'm trying to make a Norse pun, and I don't know the Norse gods well enough to... Uh, hell and tear up in smoke. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hang on, I'm explaining this to Fredo and seeing if he can help us out. Norse gods half baked. <laughs> I have no idea. Hell on earth, Norse gods half baked. Uh, I can't think of anything. I'm really bad at this. Like, if I had planned the pitch storm ahead of time and I could have come up with something, I would have come up with names. But like coming up with names on the spot. Yeah, bouncing yeah. them off each other. It's you got to give out. You got to have, and it's easier to do when somebody's in the room with you. When you when you're sitting across the screen, it's not easy. Like I'm not even in screen here. I didn't realize that you could only see my eyes. <laughs> I didn't realize that at all. Eh. Uh, and Nico's just discussing with the boy there. Yep, I'm doing that. You doing that? You come up with anything? No. Hang on. We're, we're, we're brainstorming. Hell on earth. Pours of the empowered. <laughs> oh my god. He, he's staring at me. <laughs> Norse gods unplugged. <laughs> no? Hang on. Hang on. I'm hanging on. We're taking so much time trying to figure out a name for this movie. <laughs> And I've noticed we have a lot of silent, big, big silent points over here. So maybe we should try to think of some other things to do with the movie. 
Because you got a you got a guy that's a god of war, a god of, you got a god of light, and you got the goddess of the underworld, basically. And these three people have been stripped of their powers and are basically wandering Earth, trying to find Loki, the trickster god, who is in the skies of basically Danny DeVito. And I can see Danny DeVito playing impish real well, playing sort of like almost a a pan esque imp. You know what I mean? Actually, I think he has, didn't he? He was the um, he was the pan character in uh, Hercules, the cartoon, the the one for Disney, wasn't he? Wasn't uh, Danny DeVito the the pan character in in uh, yeah. in Hercules? Yeah, he walked the boys. Yeah, yeah, he was the satyr. There we go, satyr pan. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Seder with a pan flute. That's what I was thinking. Pan flute. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it too well, but I did it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We're thinking so hard on this, we're, we may not have time to do the second one, because we're still trying to come up with a name for the first one. Sato has no idea. He was asking... I'm thinking hell on earth is okay. Hell with the one now. Ah... Uh, we can stick with Hell on Earth for right now, and then when uh, Nico realizes she's completely frozen and hangs up and, and logs back in, we'll figure out what she has to say. Like, she completely froze altogether. We could call it looking for, for high while dagger. <laughs> right? Right? Norse looking high. high while dagger. Just Norse high. Norse high, or, or Norse highs and lows, something like that. I don't know. Ah, you're back. I think is that you? Yeah, it might be. I see a sheet. You're there, but just not there. I can barely hear you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, hang on, I gotta switch my camera. I'm guessing your phone died. My phone died. That is wonderful. My phone's about to die, too, but thankfully I'm not using my phone for this. So, we're good. <laughs> oh, and hello, Fredo. We can hear you pretty well, too. Thank you for joining the podcast with that laugh. <laughs> it's a very infectious laugh. He doesn't know that he joined the podcast. He just He's on the podcast, so. It was no, like, he, he doesn't know. I'm trying to figure out how to switch my camera. Uh... I don't know. He is literally, he was the laugh track to nothing. There was nothing to laugh at there. He laughed and, yeah, he was the laugh track to nothing. <laughs> uh, do you want to hang up and call back again? Like switch your camera or just, I don't know. You know what? I'm just going to turn my camera around. Okay. So we can see you, but you can't see us. I'm looking at you in the mirror. Oh, okay. I guess My, that works. Yeah, there's a there's a mirror facing the bed. Okay. Okay. And no, that's the, like facing <laughs> my feet. Yeah, I was gonna How's say go? you were all knees there for a minute there. That's all I could see was just knees. <laughs> Which is fine. I I think Yes. I think we've given up on the Hey, that's sit, not stay. <laughs> uh, we've given up on making a name for this this pot this movie, and we're, we've moved on to the next movie. <laughs> Beyond the Bifrost. Beyond oh. the Bifrost. It sounds cool, 
It's going to be cool. I don't know. We could get some good special <laughs> effects on that. Beyond the Bifrost. That sounds like a serious movie, though. Like a serious... Exactly. Exactly. It sounds serious. It's going to be entirely not that. I feel like the best... <laughs> I feel like the best marketing campaign for this movie would be to take every serious moment in the movie... There's not many. Just string all the serious mo- points in the movie together and mark it as a serious movie. And then when people go to see it, it is just this, this really horrible comedy. <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> okay. So, here we go. Second movie. We have two kids struggling to impress their superhero parents. Join a team of elite ghost, uh, elite ghost hunting investigators. What the fuck? So we have two okay. superheroes that join a team of elite ghost hunting investigators. And the plot twist here is what if the main character was actually all under Russian hypnosis the entire time? Oh, it's not that Russian hypnosis? Okay, so Bill Murray. Pardon? Bill Murray obviously has to be a part of this. Yeah, he should. Okay. Well, I don't want to give him the atypical role if we put him in this, so I want him to be one of the superhero parents. Okay. What superhero, what super power do you give to Bill Murray? (laughs) Make him an over-the-hill Wolverine. Yes. Like a seriously over-the-hill Wolverine. But he is like... Wolverine's Logan? sarcastic brother or something. Like, he's got the sarcasm, the Bill Murray sarcasm, but he has the Wolverine claws. <laughs> you know? Logan? Okay, I'm here for it. Logan? Yeah, no, well, his name's not Logan. If, obviously, if he's going to be, like, the sarcastic brother or cousin to Wolverine. But it could be, I mean, it could be the claws, but I mean, it could also be something like the claws are actually his nails, or they could be like the bone claw version. Something. Well, the bone claw, he's a distant relative who never went through that experiment with the metal metal. Uh, the adamantium, yeah. So, he's the father. Who's the mother? Who do we have as, as the mother? Uh, Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner? Yep. <laughs> oh God. Okay. And Kathleen Turner in her day was like a a, a, a She-Hulk kind of character. What do you think? As a what kind of character? Like a She-Hulk almost. Yeah. I I I thought you were saying Shigo, like from fucking Kim Possible. No, no. <laughs> No, she hopes. Like, we, sh- we should definitely like have one of those kind of characters in there. Okay, well, I mean, we could make them like the villain, right? <laughs> okay. Am I thinking of the right? Am I thinking of the right guy? <laughs> what guy? Chigo. I mean, she's kind of a villain, but is she like the uh, the duplicate the the doppelganger for Kim Possible? <laughs> no, not a doppelganger. She's just fucking Kim's like I don't know enemy sort of, but it, she's not like terrible. She's just had it hard. 
Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out where to go with this. So, all right. I'm feeling uh, we, we have to have the, the two kids, or, well, they'll not, they don't necessarily have to be kids, because if we have Kathleen Turner and Bill Murray, these could actually be middle-aged people. Yeah. So, two superheroes that never really came into their own that are trying to impress upon their parents that they can make it. So, who do we have? Who do we want as those superheroes? <laughs> Good question. Ooh, what about Ben Stiller? Yeah. Ben Stiller as a middle-aged superhero that never quite came oh, to Oh, yes, I'm, I'm here for Ben. Okay. Yeah, Ben Stiller and Damon Yes, Williams. absolutely. Now, do we have a brother or a sister? <laughs> for Ben Stiller. A brother or sister... Fuck Could it. Let's be. let's do it. Let's do a Zoolander reunion. Make it Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. Why not? Yes, absolutely. They've done well. They've done their thing in in um, Zoolander. They've done their thing in A Night at the Museum. They work very well together. I want them to be struggling okay. superheroes. I like this brother and sister superhero. What's the name? The McCarthy lady. That's kind of chubby. Oh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Let's make her the that bad guy. Let's make her the bad guy of the movie, but she's also like their sister, but like she was disowned by the family. Okay. We keep her on as the villain. But she was all she was part of the family, but the sister. Now I feel for Owen Wilson, his superpower should be narcissism. So much like Medusa, if he if he looks you directly in the eyes, if he can make eye contact with you, he can make you so full of yourself that you can't pay attention to anything else. Like mirrors, yeah. a mirror basically stops you in your tracks. So basically, he can take he can basically make you very narcissistic. He has control over people's narcissism. Okay. That sounds crazy. Okay, and fucking like every time they look in a the mirror, they're just like, wow. Right, so basically his outfit, his outfit should be like almost a disco ball, kind of like shiny mirrors all over his outfit. So they cannot not stop paying attention to their reflection in his outfit. (laughs) A disco ball suit. Basically, I mean, he's like, we could just call him exactly that. We could call him the narcissist. I dig it. Uh, so I don't you very much. Fucking, I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure this shit out and why it's not letting me switch my camera. <laughs> you know, if you want to hang up for a second and see if you can switch the camera and cut and log right back in, go ahead. We can. We can still. Um, we'll make yeah, fun of Owen. We'll make fun of Owen Wilson for a minute while you you do your thing. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Keep, keep the shit going. Because the, the reason why I feel like Owen Wilson could definitely do a role like that, you saw him in Zoolander, right? He was very full of himself in Zoolander. Very full of himself. Incredibly. And I, I, I hate to say it, but almost every movie you see him in, he has that kind of narcissistic, I'm really, really good. I'm always good. I've always been this good. 
and I'm going to continue to be this good kind of attitude going on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. So I think a character like the narcissist would be like right up his alley. <laughs> uh, so they're basically these people that never really, they, they've constantly tried out for like superhero teams, never were able to get a startup, and they end up joining a team of superheroes that are specifically designed to well the, the whole team itself is specifically designed to uh basically basically to hunt ghosts in the paranormal did i lose you omar did i lose everybody no you didn't okay i was a little i I didn't see anybody for a minute there. I felt like I was talking to myself. I, I was trying to mute like, oh, hi, guys. Hello, you're back. <laughs> I am. Fucking my phone's on 3% now, so it's charging. Fantastic. And, uh, hi. We'll try to power through the last of this so you can charge your phone. <laughs> so we got Owen Wilson. I mean, it, should, it should keep, you know, the charge going. Okay. So we got Owen Wilson as a narcissistic character that is completely and utterly full of himself. Um, and he is able to turn other people into narcissistic fools with just eye contact. Okay. And he uses this ability to break up relationships so that he can sleep with guys' wives. Right. He always tries to use it for himself. Yeah. Um... Now, the reason why his father is pissed off at him about his use of this power is because his power is basically a telepathic ability. And he has the ability to become a great telepath, but he only ever honed this part of it. That's it. And he, he knows that he can do other things, but he just doesn't want to because he has too much fun doing this. Uh, but he's also sort of a hapless loser that's tried to become part of other superheroes' teams and they constantly reject him. I want... I like Ben Stiller. What kind of power do we want to give him? The power of staring at things aimlessly. No, no. I'm, I don't know. No, no. I want, I want might... Ben Stiller to shoot like laser beams out of his eyes with that fucking like, Zoolander look. Just... <laughs> we, don't wanna, we don't want to Zoolander him too much, though. I, you know what I'm feeling for? But I'm feeling for his outfit, though. I want him to go heavy emo. Yes, absolutely. Like, just very sensitive. Makeup, hair, everything. Just looking like the skinny, the skinny cure member. <laughs> exactly. And basically, he he just wears sunglasses around everywhere because if he ever removes his sunglasses, it's almost like Cyclops. We would have him talk like a hood rat. <laughs> I've got the best thing. He also never, never came, he never honed his powers. So the very most that the laser beams from his eyes can do is maybe heat up a chicken. <laughs> he can cook, he can kind of cook things with his eyes. There's no burning. He can just kind of low level cook shit. <laughs> That's it. So is he listening? <laughs> No, or is he? No, no. That that was just like a conveniently timed laugh. He's talking to his friend. <laughs> hey, the laugh track fit this time. I ruined it, but the laugh track fit this time. <laughs> so, Medium well with his guys. I always fucking ruin it. <laughs> All right. 
So we got a guy that has the power of telepathy, but only uses it to make people narcissistic. And we have a guy that can shoot laser beams from his eyes, but stopped training himself after he learned that he could cook chicken. That's it. <laughs> yes. And they have been accepted by the only team that will allow them as part of their team. And that is a group of supernatural ghost hunting superheroes. I want them to be close to, but not quite like Scooby-Doo. Like, yes. they each have their own powers. You know, we, we have the, the nerdy one that has, a, like, a super intellect. And we have the big, dumb, blonde one that's just strong. He's not, like, really strong, but just strong enough that he, you know, he can do more than the average guy can. And then we have the... I don't know what to do with the, the, uh, the Daphne character. What do we do with the Daphne character? Be able to leap. Leap, long leaps. What? What's her fucking name? Christina Applegate. Yeah. What's her fucking Christina Applegate? Christina Applegate. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Okay. The, the the chick that played Velma in the like the the live action Scooby Doo movies. I want her to be our Daphne character and like be all like bumbly bimbo. So you want to change her from Daphne? Yeah. Or from Velma to Daphne. She's uh, fucking hot. Okay. Wasn't she the same girl that uh, it's Ellen Page, right? Mm -hmm. Ellen Page. Wasn't that what her name? Was that Ellen Page or what? what's the girl's name? No. No, I know who you're talking about. God damn. I forget her name, too. <gasps> the, the Velma from the actual live-action movies. It wasn't Ellen Page. It was the other girl. That yeah, it was Christina Applegate. I, that wasn't Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate is Kelly Bundy. Hang on. It is not Christina Hang Applegate. On. I'm going on mute and looking up things. Okay, you go on mute and look up things because we're, I know the name. It's like on the tip of my tongue, but it is not Christina Applegate. Though it would be funny to see Christina Applegate, Kelly Bundy, play freaking Daphne from Scooby-Doo, basically. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, okay, you know what? No, it's uh, that the Velma character is not Christina Applegate. That's she's the other character in dead to me that i was thinking of okay dead to me but she yeah the the show on netflix oh okay. that show is great what, what so who are you thinking of fucking show but honestly christina applegate could play our fucking so there we daphne go character. daphne christina applegate we got to give okay. each of these people some low-level shit powers though so we've got our velma character who's just super intelligent uh but she only uses it, she uses her super intelligence only to correct other people. Okay. Uh, so she's just that person that likes to correct people all the time, otherwise she won't use it. Her favorite phrase is, well, actually. Yes. Yes. Now, Christina Applegate's Daphne power. What, what, what do we do? Something vain. Just really vain. Oh wait, no. She, she's, you know, she's your designated damsel in distress. Yeah. So, <laughs> Daphne, if she touches another human being, like you know, like poison ivy can make plants grow, she makes body hair grow. <laughs> like she can make 
body hair grow exponentially. She has to wear gloves at all times because if she touches anyone or even herself with her with her hands, body hair. Just massive amounts. Arm hair, leg hair, face hair, every hair, everywhere. Okay. Um, Great hair. Okay. Just a little funny wear person. Who do we like for the Velma character? <laughs> I would put Ellen Page in that. Ellen Page. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. Now that we've mentioned her. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We haven't used her in a while in one of our little pitch storms. I want The Rock as the big dumb Fred character. I want him yes. to wear a bleach blonde wig. Yes. Yes. The Rock is. Do it too, agreeably. The ascot and everything. <laughs> just. Because <laughs> he likes I doing mean, the. If we have The Rock, then we gotta have fucking Kevin Hart in there as Shaggy. Kevin, what about what if Kevin Hart's the voice of the dog? Yes. Okay, so Kevin Hart can be the voice of the dog. Um, I want to give him back his role. Dave Chappelle. Oh, okay. Dave Chappelle is the Shaggy character. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say give Betty Boy back his role after they fucked him out of it for Scoob. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard yep. is a fucking national treasure. He, he, he just, I cannot believe that they passed him over for the voice and they gave it to what's his name uh, from uh, Last Man on Earth. That's who it was that did that. Unbelievable. And didn't even tell him. Just did it. Yeah, that's my role, man. <laughs> it was uh, as iconic as, the, as uh, what's his name did Shaggy way back when. Uh, Dick Clark was the original voice of Shaggy, wasn't he? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. But, uh... I'm not entirely sure. I was a child back then. You... Oh, this... We're talking... No, you weren't. This is... We're talking, like, the original 1970s, 1960s Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Okay. This is... This is pre-you existing. (laughs) Yeah. Very, very long before I existed. This is... Not even when I was a kid, really. (laughs) No, my mom was a kid. God. Um... So I'm like, I'm seeing like uh, a good team come together here. We got we got Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart as, as the Shaggy and Scooby Doo character. Now, what is Shaggy's? I think Shaggy's powers are only ever activated when he is completely baked. Yeah. Shaggy's powers is he's a drug finding dog. Scooby Scooby's doesn't powers. have a sense of smell. The Scooby character. Doesn't have a sense Scooby of smell. Doesn't have a sense of smell anymore. Okay. He sniffed too much cocaine with Shaggy. So, what's Scooby's thing then? Uh, <laughs> what kind of power do you give him? If he's got no sense of smell. Super hearing. Super hearing. Okay. Super hearing. Uh, and he no, only uses it know. to. Being, like, he only sonar? uses it to eavesdrop on people that he shouldn't. You could give Scooby some kind of like sonar shit with his barks. Okay, <gasps> barks. Actually, he could have what I don't know if you know who Havoc is, um, or even even um, Black Canary, Crypto. Black Canary, with the the scream. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, his bark is like a sonic bark. Okay, uh, but he can only release the sonic bark when really high. He only has that power. He's only relaxed enough to use it when he's really high. And Shaggy okay. is Shaggy is what? What is Shaggy? Mm. 
What what can we Shaggy give to Shaggy as a superpower? Able to find any and all pharmaceuticals within a hundred mile radius. Shaggy can literally, it, when he is high enough, he can literally find drugs anywhere or things that he can put together to make drugs. Because he is like the MacGyver he's of got, drugs he's got when he's like high. Fucking mad genius level chemistry, like intuition, and he only uses it for drugs. Like, so he will be the MacGyver of stoners. Basically, yeah. a stoner MacGyver. <laughs> but he can only do it, he can only do it when he's high. Like, when he is yeah. completely sober, his powers are, like, gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm liking this. So we got these guys. <laughs> we, we have this little team, and Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, they join this team to try to impress their parents. And the lead character, the lead character, which one are we going to pick? is under Russian hypnosis the entire time. So I feel like Melissa McCarthy's character is a Russian defector. Oh, damn. And she's <laughs> unleashing all sorts of supernatural forces. She's sort of like, I want to say like the uh, Zatanna of the family. She, she can harness magical forces, supernatural forces. And okay. she's basically trying to build a supernatural army, which is where these guys come in, because they're paranormal investigators. Uh, but they're like, they're like the bumbling group, kind of like they presented to you in the Scooby-Doo movies, where they're not like the guys that really find things and get it all put together. It is literally, they bumble upon... The save every single time. They don't actually win. They just fall into the win. <laughs> well, the win falls on them, really. But they seem to think they win. They think they win, but it's like every they do everything absolutely wrong, and it just kind of works out in the end, accidentally. <laughs> uh, but I feel like Melissa McCarthy is a Russian defector, and she has hypnotic control over one character. The Rock. The Rock character. Yeah, I like the, the Fred character. I feel like that's probably... The, it was either that or I was thinking Daphne might be. Can you imagine, yeah, no, a, can I, you imagine yeah. a rogue uh, Russian agent that can just, like, run around... And, and I, I want Dwayne <laughs> jo Johnson to start speaking fluent Russian. <laughs> really? Yes. That would be... Get him to speak fluent Russian. That would be really funny. With a very thick yeah. Russian accent. I want it. I'm here for it. I'm waiting for it. Dwayne Johnson, you need to do it. Duh. I'd like to see... Uh, if we're going to do that, I'd like to see uh, as her counterpart, uh, Jean Renault. You like him at all? Okay. We, we. I'm just making sure everybody knows who we're talking about. Maybe. The guy from Leon the Professional? Oh, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, my God, yes. I'd like to see him as, like, her counterpart. Like, the guy that, that at first is with her and then realizes what kind of shit she's about to unleash and then uh, basically betrays her and, and helps the, uh, the bumbling superheroes. He's the guy that actually gets the win, even though they think they fell into it. And he lets them just have it because he's not that guy. He doesn't. He doesn't want the recognition. He just. He. he I saved everything. They think they saved everything, but let's just mm -hmm. let him have it. 
I like this. I like the idea of this movie, too. This is another one we should definitely write. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I have so many things that I'm probably not going to be writing anything for a long time. I, uh, I've been getting extra social lately, to be entirely honest with you. And I've been trying to get us some, uh, some listens and some followers in unconventional areas because I don't have the money to spend on Facebook right now to promote us. I wish I did. I've got $14 in our tank right now waiting. I'm, I'm waiting till we get to 50 before I do any promotions. I'm a little disappointed yeah, I spent the money on the, the lapel mics that didn't work. Oh my god. That was yeah, like... I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna get one of those little, like, audio video wire splitter things. See if that works. See if that helps. Yeah. It may just be something in the settings. Like, uh, with, with the Bose speaker, it should actually... With uh, Facebook, it should actually pick up the audio but for some reason the facebook messenger um what we're doing right now is the only thing it will not pick up on my phone everything else it picks up fine but it won't link with the speaker at all makes no fucking sense but whatever it's fine you see me complaining actually i'm complaining so yes you do see me complaining oh okay are you guys as tired as i feel right now yeah. yeah. Okay. It's 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 my it's past my bedtime. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's call it a night. So I'm looking at my time here, and I'm seeing it at 52 minutes for the second half, 30 minutes for the first half, and I feel it is time to put this fucking episode to rest. We have gone ahead and we've done two <laughs> decent pitch storms. We covered, we covered quite a bit of ground. Yes, and uh, I hope to God soon that we can all gather in houses and actually do this shit again because. But that requires uh, our government to have an understanding of something they don't have understanding of. And that's common sense. I'm not talking about the disease. I'm just talking common sense in general. No, no, no. Anything. Yeah. Just anything. So, uh, tell, tell your boy to, to get on our podcast. Yeah, he should come in and get on this. I'm going to try to get him on. I don't think he's ever going to join us, though. Hey, can't hurt to try. Can't he hurt should, to try. Should. But I'm, I'm going to try. Well, it, actually, I guess it depends on how you get him to try. It could hurt to try. You don't know. You got to drag him <laughs> kicking and screaming, nail him to a floor. You know, that, that might hurt. You know, we don't want to do that. All right. Thank you, everybody that uh, actually tuned in to listen. Uh, we, we have an average, I, I am sad to say, of about 20 listeners right now per podcast. It's getting a little low, but, um, you know, we, we need to get some advertising out there. We need to do some road work, and we need to find a fourth, possibly a fifth. So I'd like to try to see the three of us come up with two solid people that can be here uh, a little bit more frequently. So, like, if uh, Omar can't be here one weekend or Miss Nico can't be here, for fucking God forbid, I, for the first time, am not on the podcast. <laughs> then we got people that can pick that up. That'll, yeah, I'm going to say, I don't know if that'll ever... If I'm not on the podcast, then there's just no podcast that weekend. <laughs> it's like, hey, Chris isn't there. Yeah, yeah, we're all sleeping in. We're done. <laughs> all right, yeah, you're muted again.
I'm watching you. I was watching your lips move, but nothing. Not a single thing coming out. <laughs> All right. So uh, for for myself, Nico, Omar. Yep. Have a beautiful night, and uh, if you're listening, keep fucking listening, please. For the love of God. <laughs> or actually, it may not even be for the love of God. For the love of whatever the fuck you pray to, or whatever you don't pray to, just keep listening. Good night. For the love of everything sacred and not. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All Bye. Right. Good night, everybody. I keep trying to say good night, and you keep we keep talking. Everybody, a little bit more, a little bit more. We're done. <laughs>